Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am here this week with a new guest, but I know many, many of you are familiar with her. Her name is Misty Winkler. And I was actually telling her before we came on that Abby actually said to me, she's like, have we had Misty Winkler on the podcast? And I said, no, not yet, but I've heard her name. And then it was within a few days of that, another friend of mine said, you need to have Misty Winkler on the podcast. And I was like, okay, apparently Misty's supposed to come on the podcast. And so I reached out to her and she was able to join me today. And I'm so thankful for that. I've been looking into you, Misty. I mean, before I even invited <laughs> you, I was like, okay, well, who is this Misty Winkler? And so did a little bit of research and I just was so encouraged by what you share. And so we're taking a little bit of a break this week from the family series, and we're going to focus on homeschooling. We're going to talk about how to just overcome the overwhelm that we feel as homeschool families and homeschool parents. I know that at this time of the year, so many of us are feeling that we're feeling really overwhelmed and just like, what do we do? I mean, how do we get through the rest of this year? Um, And just wanting to uh, make sense of all of it. You know, how do we make sense of, you know, what's going on with our kids and their curriculum and when we have bad homeschool days and even when we have good homeschool days and all of that. So Misty is here to encourage us and all of that. And I'm excited about this conversation this week. But before we get into it, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that this week, Misty. But we should not do this alone. We have a God-given calling to bring up our children to love God and to steward His creation. BJU Press exists to help us be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. So thank you to BJU for sponsoring this podcast. Well, Misty, welcome. And I have to thank tell you, you a funny story. So I, you know, like I said, I was, I was doing some research on you and I thought, okay, your website is called the Convivial Homeschool. That's a big word, convivial. <laughs> I don't even know that word. I was like, I don't even know what that word means. And, but it must be something super cool because she's named her website after it. So I actually had to look up what convivial means. And I was like, this is a great word. I need to just start incorporating this into my vocabulary. But convivial, for those of you who, like me, may not know this word, <laughs> it's an adjective, of course, and it means an of an atmosphere or event. And here, listen to listen to this description to these synonyms: friendly, lively, enjoyable, cordial, hospitable, warm, good-natured, easy to get along with, approachable, accessible. And there's a whole bunch more. But those are the words that I just thought, you know what, as homeschool moms, this is really what we need to be. We need to be friendly and lively and enjoyable and warm and good natured and all of these things. And so we are going to talk about that this week with Misty. Um, So welcome to the podcast. Tell us about you and your family and what you're doing. Yes, thank you for having me on. So my husband and I were both homeschooled back in the day. Our parents homeschooled in the 80s and 90s. My mom heard the spot with Raymond Moore on Focus on the Family when I was little. And so um, started homeschooling. I'm the oldest of seven. And so I was homeschooled from the very beginning. Love it. And graduated um, as a homeschool student all the way through. And my husband was started out as a homeschooler. And his mom did put him in school, in high school, for that high school math class. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But then we both graduated as homeschool kids, and now we're 
Well, actually, now we have our own homeschool grads. Uh, we had, oh. have five kids that we've home educated all the way through. Um, two are graduated and three are still at home. So wow. Now, are your graduates fun. out of your home and in college or what are they doing now? One of them has moved out and he is a, well, he's a real estate agent. So he wow. started his real life, awesome. his adult grown up life. And then our second son is at college at New St. Andrews College, but he's still okay. living at home while he's doing okay. that. So. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's encouraging to hear that. You know, I think oftentimes as homeschool moms, we're like, are our kids going to make it through? Yes. Is it going to be okay? And <laughs> and I'm sure you had those same doubts as well, even though you were homeschooled, um, of just feeling overwhelmed with this whole world of homeschooling. And it is overwhelming. I mean, could golly, I'm in year 12, made a movie about it. I have, <laughs> you know, been doing a podcast for five years and I still feel overwhelmed with my responsibility to homeschool. Um, yeah. But I know for sure that it's the right thing to do and the Lord keeps showing himself faithful. So tell us about your homeschool journey with your kids. I mean, you were homeschooled and I've known a lot of kids who, people who were homeschooled, now adults, who were homeschooled back in the 80s and 90s. And they went into their adult life and they were like, yeah, nope, not going to do that with my kids. What, what made you decide to homeschool your kids as well? Well, so my husband and I got married really young. We were 19 when we got married and 21 when we had our oldest. So we were really in that uh, late teens, early 20s, oldest children. Mm -hmm. We saw all the problems that there were problems. There were deficiencies in our education, although one of the things that um, I like to point out to people now is that actually everyone has deficiencies in their education. So mm -hmm. if your homeschool kid has deficiencies, like he's like join the club. Yeah, right. <laughs> going, going to school isn't gonna right. <laughs> fix that problem. So, um, so we were definitely kind of on that critical uh, attitude path. Mm -hmm. And we tried to start a classical Christian school when we were in our young 20s. Um, An and, actual school that people would go to? Yes, a day school. Okay. And okay. then that would, so we would get it started. We were just pregnant. I was pregnant with the first. Okay. And there was a group of people that were trying to start a Christian day school. And I was like, well, you know what? That's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to have a higher caliber of education for our kids. Uh -huh. We'll start this school and go that way. But that school had a kindergarten for one year and then stopped. <laughs> it didn't go oh, further. Wow. So I was like, well, you know, we're okay with homeschooling. It's just our plan B. So we'll go yeah. with plan B. It'll be fine. So I'm a researcher and I was, you know, still in this early twenties stage where I was going to be so much better than my mom. <laughs> I, you know, had my list. Actually, I made sure. a list when I was 12 years old. Oh, wow. Of, of all the things that I would never do when I was a mom that oh, my mom did. <laughs> did course, your mom I, know that you had this list? Uh, she found it. Oh, I gosh. actually did write it down and she found it. <laughs> oh, my. So, yeah, I've done pretty much everything on that list because, um, well, that's the way life goes. I tell my, sure. I have a teenage daughter now. So I just remind her, I'm like, just so you know, <laughs> whatever you're critical of, 
Right. That's what you're going to have to struggle with and figure out for yourself. Not Yeah. <laughs> so the things you said you would never do are all the things that you're like, yep, this is what it means to be yep. a mom. <laughs> oh gosh. That's, that's awesome. So, so we kind of, we started homeschooling kind of as a plan B and I did all the research. I read all the homeschool books that were at the library at the time and bought all kinds of books and, um, to got started. But a big advantage that we did have as second generation homeschoolers was an understanding of what a home atmosphere really is. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so many people um, didn't spend their entire day at home with their mom. And so their expectations are just unrealistic for what that's going to be like. I, I grew up. Uh, all day, every day with my mom and younger siblings. Actually, there's about two years in my whole, until I was 35, that I didn't live with a three-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. Because <laughs> you had your siblings so, and then you had your own sibling. children. Yep. Yep. Uh, so my youngest sister was six when wow. my first was born. So, okay. it, so I knew what a life with lots of kids in the house mm-hmm. was like. So I feel like I did go in with um, an understanding that reading, what what kids read on their own mm-hmm. is um, one of the most important parts of the education, more important than what curriculum we picked, was yeah. that they have time to read, that they are reading, and that I find them plenty of books to keep them reading. Yeah. And... Um, and I knew that my day was going to be mostly uh, coaching sibling squabbles yep. <laughs> and sitting on top of children, making them do their math page because I didn't have uh, decades of classroom experience. I only had four years of college. Mm-hmm. That was my only classroom experience. So um, just knowing that... Um, I was mothering while teaching was a big advantage to second generation homeschooling. I wanted it to be a home right. that we were doing an education in, I, yeah. not trying to make our home into a school. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Misty. 
You mentioned before the break that your four years of college was the first time you were ever in a classroom. Did you feel like going into college? Because I'm assuming you actually went to college. You didn't do online classes then. You actually went, you were on campus. There was Was no online college. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. I guess that wasn't much of a thing back then. Um, Was that a huge shock to you? Or did you feel like you kind of eased into that? I mean, did you know what to expect? How was that transition for you? It really was not a big deal. Um, And I, that's, that it was another advantage in my own homeschooling journey that I have reassured many of my friends who didn't have that experience that um, people who haven't been homeschooled, who haven't experienced that lifestyle, you know, it's, it's legitimate to worry about, well, are they going to be able to do sure. college classrooms and this, or, you know, are they socialized? You know? Right. right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> But, you know, it was not a big deal. You sit at the table and you listen and take notes. Right. And um, yeah, it was just fine. It, that was, it was not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I was six. Well, I started at the community college when I was 16. Okay. Um, so there was still that home support. I didn't like totally leave home and then yeah. have my first classroom experience. But right. Um, the tr- it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's so encouraging to hear. I think, you know, as, as a mom who I sat in the classroom for my entire schooling, you know, I wasn't homeschooled. Um, and I always ha- kind of have that fear of like, oh no, what is it going to be like? You know, are my kids going to be okay if they decide to go off to college? Uh, my, my oldest daughter is, she's wanting to take a course at um, the local tech school um, mm-hmm. for next year, her senior year, because she can take this one particular course for free. And so she had to take this entrance exam yesterday. And so I took her to take this entrance exam. And I was I was probably more nervous than she was because I was like, it's all about to come out. Like everyone's going to find yes. me out. They're going to know. We have no idea what we're doing with this homeschooling thing. And, um, and she got a 95% on this test. It was the first real test like that she's ever taken in her whole life. And I was yeah. like, praise God. And I didn't even tell the guy. I mean, like they got the score right away. And then she met with the, the counselor there and, and she was like, how did I do? And he said, you did great. And she was like, no, really, how did I do? <laughs> and he said, no, really, you did great. You got 95. Um, and we were both like, oh, oh praise God. Like it, it's working. It's okay. And we get all this yeah. angst and anxiety that, you know, they're not going to be ready or prepared for the real world as if our world is fake, you know, we're somehow doing it wrong or fake by having them at home. And I just, I was so thankful that the Lord just allowed our whole family to see Mm -hmm. he is, he is sovereign. He is so good and so faithful that he fills in all the gaps. I mean, it's just so amazing to see how he did that. And, and we, we, went and took her out to a nice dinner and stuff just to celebrate because we're like, whoa, Yay. maybe celebrate us as much uh, as, or I should say celebrate the Lord and what he's done, um, yeah. you know, as much that as, as her. first one hitting those milestones. It's like, whew, yeah, whew, right? okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So um, let's talk through this whole struggle of just feeling overwhelmed. You know, it's the middle of the school year. We're a little bit past the middle of the school year, but we still have a few months left until we're, most of us are at the end of the year. And I know that this is a time for most moms where we're just overwhelmed and, and we're just feeling like we're ready to throw in the towel. We can't do this another day. We can't do this another month. Um, 
let's encourage those moms. And I know you've got three steps to kind of help moms navigate through this difficult time. So let's talk through those and how we can just bring encouragement to these mamas. Yeah. Yeah. I have a free guide that it's kind of a companion with my book, The Convivial Homeschool. Uh, The Convivial Homeschool book is it's kind of set up like a devotional. I don't really call it a devotional, mm-hmm. but it has short chapters that are specific and encouraging. So it doesn't take a lot of time, but it just is kind of that little pep talk that we sometimes yeah. need. And then the companion, which you can get for free at simplyconvivial.com slash the number three steps. And we'll has, put that link in the show notes. <laughs> thanks. The three just very practical things that we can do to build that convivial atmosphere. Uh, And that's what really, um, I think, degrades as the school year goes on is just, we're all tired of it. I know what my usual strategy is to start planning the next school year in like February. (laughs) Pretend like you're not actually still in the current school year. Exactly. Let's think about how great next year is going to be because we can't (laughs) think about this year anymore. (laughs) But when... We just kind of lean in to that home environment, mm-hmm. uh, the convivial, being on the same team together, um, working together, and um, par- recognizing that we are parenting our kids while teaching them. And that's why it's exhausting. So it's like, if it's exhausting, it's not because, not necessarily because you're doing anything wrong. It's just because you're working hard and so you're tired. And when we can have some different ways that we can build that teamwork feeling with our kids and uh, that cheerful environment, it's so refreshing. And so one of the ways that we do that at our house is to start our day with a song. Hmm. Because I know trying to get everyone started in the morning is one of those trouble spots and it's yeah. right at the beginning. And usually starting is the hardest part of anything, especially starting a homeschool day because like someone's playing Legos, someone's already reading just for fun. Someone hasn't even gotten dressed yet or done their chores, <laughs> had breakfast, all the things. So it's like, there's so many people all over the right. board and it's like, how are we going to get started? Yeah. And so what, um, what I started doing was I, I picked a song that was about three and a half minutes long. And that song meant it's time to start school. No matter where that. you are, like drop everything, no matter where you are, show up at the table by the time this song is over. Mm. And so instead of going around finding everyone, you know, shouting, cause I don't know, someone's upstairs, someone's downstairs. So I'm like trying to call everyone. And, and even trying to get over myself that, cause I don't want to start. I'm like, right? I'll just do <laughs> like, just hit play, just hit play. <laughs> and then act, having a song call us is, um, it adds that upbeat uh, feel to our day, which, yeah. you know, when I'm calling for everyone to come is that's usually not the vibe that I'm sending out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the song is kind of doing that work for us, getting us on the same page uh, with a cheerful, joyful feeling. Even yeah. if everyone's not feeling it, like it doesn't ruin the song because the song's just sure. playing the same thing yeah. no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And it gives people time to get their stuff together, get their drink of water, get their books. It's not like come right now. Right. It's okay. 
three minutes, we can do this. We can show up. Yeah. So you just play, do you play the same song every day? The same song we've used. The, what song is it? Uh, Little Boy Heart Alive by Andrew Peterson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, it that's was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It just, it means come to the table for school now. So it's kind of funny yeah. if it just plays on. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I'm thinking like, what song would you play? And the first thing that came to my mind was Manic Monday. Do you remember that song? Just, I don't even remember who sings it, but I was just thinking, it's just another Manic Monday. <laughs> I don't even know the words to that song. I for some reason, <laughs> it seemed like it would be an appropriate song to play on a Monday. <laughs> well, I use it in the afternoon too, at the end of the day, to for everyone okay. to um, come help clean up. Just it's yeah. our tidy up the house time. Same song. No, this I used help. It's like okay. I need somebody help. Oh, that's <laughs> not so just funny. anybody help. So that. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I love <laughs> so. that. I love I've never heard of anybody doing that before. And I love that idea. That is such a great way to bring everyone together instead of mom screaming through the house and, you know, trying <laughs> yes. to nag at everybody, um, you know, because a kid could get dressed in two minutes if necessary that's and right. have another minute and a half left to get to the table. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like that, that morning time of getting started. Um, it was mm -hmm. so funny for those who are watching the video right now of Misty, you see next to her, she's got a whole chart with little post-it notes on it. And I was like, oh, you're one of those. You're one of those really super organized, color-coded mamas with post-it notes everywhere, which I love. And so it actually is really an encouragement to me to know that someone who is seemingly, I don't know, I'm just talking about your, your chart, but somewhat organized, even you use a song to bring everyone together. You know, your family is not so, you know. Not at all under control that, you know, okay, at nine o'clock, we're going to sit at the table and everyone just makes their way there. And they're so self-disciplined to do that. Um, but you give yeah. them something that they know, okay, it's time. And is, does the song play at the same time every morning or is it like, like, like I'm thinking of, of, you know, taps, is that what it's called? So I'm thinking of that. I tried that, that for that would a, be a while. That song to play too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> for a while, I did set it as an alarm. Okay. Um, so that it just automatically played. It didn't even need me to, yeah. to decide to start. Right. Um, that didn't work as well because, I mean, just the number of people, yeah. every which way, we aren't actually regimented at all. And so that yeah, love it. didn't work for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to be ready first. You have to be ready first and know that your people are yeah. about to get ready. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And I don't think it's called TAPS. Reveille? Oh. Is that what it's called? Oh. I can't remember. Anyway, I come from a military family. I should actually know these things, but forgive me for not. I know all those military mamas right now are like, you should know what that song's called. Anyway, um, I love that idea. Um, find a song. We, If we can, we'll put links to Misty's songs. Um in the notes so you can find those. But we're out of time already. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we will be back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more with Misty about just simplifying our day, overcoming just the overwhelming uh, feeling that so many of us have right now um, of homeschooling. And so Misty, tell us where we can find the convivial, remember that fun, fun word that we learned at the beginning of this podcast, the convivial homeschool. Where can people find you and everything that you have? The book is on Amazon, and then my blog is called simplyconvivial.com, and I'm also on YouTube and have the Convivial Homes, 
it's actually Simply Convivial podcast, which is about homeschooling as well as just managing home and family life because mm-hmm. we are juggling so many pieces. So I talk about all the pieces at Simply Convivial. Awesome. I will put those links in the show notes so you guys can easily find Misty. Thank you for being with us today. And you guys, if you have not yet signed up for Homegrown Generation, it's the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. It is our online, live and interactive homeschool conference. It is March 6th through 9th. So it's coming up in just a few weeks. If you guys have not registered for that, go to the website, homegrowngeneration.com and sign up. We have an incredible lineup of speakers. We are gonna be just bringing four days of encouragement and fun. And we are it's going to be fun. If you were part of the 2020 um, online conference that we did, you know um, that it was, it was just amazing the way the Lord put the whole thing together and uh, being able to interact live with our speakers. We've got the whole, well, we, I don't know if it's up yet by the time this podcast airs, but we will have the whole schedule up. So you'll know what speaker is speaking at what time of the day, what day they're speaking and what they will be speaking on. And so it will be fun. We would love for you to join us. It's homegrowngeneration.com. Invite your friends to join you. Check it out there and have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.